our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. You're joined today by your hosts, Sim and Sonia, two millennial investors who are here to help you learn about all things investing and personal finance. Hi, Sim. Hello, Sonia. This episode is a little bit different. What are we providing to the people today? We are talking about the controversial take or sort of deep dive. You could call this investigative journalism if you wanted to, but we are putting on our journalist hats and talking about the fact that Kylie Jenner's net worth is declining year on year. And I just feel like no one's talking about it. Why is it happening? What's been going on? And can we get to the bottom of this? That is this episode today because I think when we look at successful, you know, women that have made a lot of money very quickly, very young, you can learn from their things that they've done well, but you can also learn from their mistakes. And what's that like saying, like a wise man learns from others' mistakes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're born to Christian's family, this is what you should not do is the episode. I'm actually genuinely intrigued by this entire discussion, Sim put me on the Kardashians like that is her escapism like watching episodes of Kardashians on Hulu and guys I got so into it so this is going to be an interesting discussion. Before I begin I just want to ask when I like told you that Kylie Jenner's net worth is declining like year on year what were your thoughts on that like did you think I was lying? (laughs) Did I think you were lying? No, I did not think you were lying. I think for me, when I first thought about it, I just went straight into like, she's probably just sold some of her makeup line, but also she's such an extravagant spender Mm -hmm. that I was like, is there tea in that area? Like, what are we about to dive into here? I just want to say and preface this episode We're not talking about her like she's going broke. (laughs) She's still in the hundreds and hundreds of million like dollar network tax bracket, if you will. So she's not going down into like the hundreds of thousands, right? Or are you about to blow me out of the water right now? You know what? No, let's just give you a very quick overview. So in 2020, Kylie Jenner was named by Forbes as the world's youngest self-made millionaire. It was estimated that Kylie Cosmetics was worth $1.2 billion from the six years that it started to 2020. And so in 2020, Forbes then dropped her net worth to $900 million. 
Then in 2021, it went down to 620 million. And in 2022, it went down to 600 million. And you might be going, she's still at 600 million. She's not struggling. That's a really decent amount. I think that could last her lifetime. I think Stormy's going to be okay. And the other one. And the other, what's the other one? Air? Ari? No, I think it's air. Air, but like spelled with an E at the end, I think. Mm. Stormy and air. It's actually it's quite, quite cute. cute. But to have someone's net worth decline year by year by a decent amount of money, like if you lost 20 million, would you not be like, hmm, would you not like have a chat with your business manager? Would you not like talk to your financial advisor? If you lost 300 million, you'd be having these conversations. So I wanted to deep dive into why this is happening and what it means for the everyday investor, because Kylie Jenner's net worth is something that we should all be aware of because it helps us understand, again, what to do when things go right, but also what not to do when things go wrong. So let's get straight into it. Now, before we begin, we want to take a moment to thank our season sponsor for powering this week's episode. Are you ready to take control of your financial future and you don't know where to begin? Meet Perla, the Aussie investing platform that makes it easy for anyone to invest in the stock market and build a sensible, diversified portfolio. With Perla, you can start investing with as little as $5. Perla's unique community-driven experience guides you through the process of selecting your investment goals, creating a portfolio tailored to your needs and tracking your progress over time. One of the things that we love most about Perla is their commitment to financial education. Perla commits to empowering investors through tools like template portfolios with access to easier investing and supportive community connections. Perla also offers great insight and data that help pave the way for equitable investing. Their research finds women are investing more of their income than men and more women invest on their platform than men. Perla also walks the walk with open pay transparency to help facilitate open conversations about wage, roles and opportunities within the financial industry. If you're feeling overwhelmed by all the options, Perla's platform is intuitive and easy to use with powerful tools that give you control over your investments. You can track your portfolio's performance, set up automatic investments and even invite friends and family to invest alongside you. Don't wait to start building your financial future. Check out Perla.com today and start investing in your goals. First things first, for those that like maybe aren't so aware about the whole Kylie Cosmetics saga, Kylie started Kylie Cosmetics from $250,000 that she had made from her modeling gigs. So she took that money, invested it, and basically created like lip kits that were from the same factory as ColourPop. So ColourPop is a really high quality, but very cheaply created, not cheaply in that its products were cheap, but just like it didn't take a lot of money to make them. And so she used the same factory and rather than paying for the factory, paying for the factory workers, she would pay for the lip kits to be made and then pay for her company to brand them. So rather than like worrying about staffing issues or like lighting or the costs of people's XYZ, she was just paying for someone to make the product and paying for the product itself. And then that way she could keep her own costs down. She just had to hire people to like package and send them off. And so it was a very like lean model. And in 2020, she sold 51% of her company to Cody, C-O-T-Y, which is a large umbrella of companies that buy into a lot of like makeup and they were kind of declining. They wanted like a young brand on their team and they're like, oh, Kylie Jenner, amazing. 
And so they sold it and Cody is publicly traded, whereas Kylie Cosmetics is private. And so when they sold it, they sold it for 600 million. Kylie Jenner after tax received 340 million from that sale. And because it's a publicly traded company, all the public information about the company's sales started coming out. Because as we know, if something is shit on the stock market, like Apple or Tesla, they have to tell us how much they make. They have to tell us how much profits and losses are. They have to tell us how things are changing. And so suddenly as it went public, Forbes and everyone else started to realize, well, Kylie Cosmetics was like inflating their sales a little bit more than they had previously claimed. And my favorite part about this investigative journalism so far is a quote by Forbes where they announce that Kylie's team had been constantly asking Forbes to get her on their cover. They were like, yeah, we did get her numbers wrong, but she was hounding us to get on Forbes. Mm. I feel like we have a lot to unpack here with the information dump you've just given. But first things first, Sim actually gave me a Kylie lip kit. It was the lip kit Leo. And I kept it for ages and ages and ages before I was like, "Mm, I should probably throw this out because makeup does expire. So it was the limited edition like packaging as well. Like it was all in gold. And this was back at the time where like trying to find a Kylie lip kit in New Zealand was insanity. Like I remember you sitting me down and you telling me how you got it and you had to like buy it from a reseller who like stayed up and bought all these lip kits to resell in New Zealand. So yeah, the hype was there. The hype existed within us as well. Two, I remember the stories coming out about her marketing. Like she was very Gen Z about it. Like she did her entire marketing on Instagram, on Snapchat. And so to comment on what you said earlier around, wouldn't you be in touch with like a financial analyst if you lost 300 million? I just don't know if Kylie Jenner would. I just feel like she's so focused on like being a mom and doing things differently and a little bit more carefree. I don't think she's so married to the money, whereas like Kris Jenner (laughs) probably is like, girl, please calm down. Like, let's discuss this. Let's get a handle on this. What do you think possessed her to sell that huge amount to Cody? Because 51%. Yeah, like when you sell something, like if you give someone 50-50, like you both have kind of co-ownership. If you sell something 51%, that's like just that one extra percent to say, I actually have lost control of this company. Like you could change it to whatever you want. (laughs) It's basically you saying, if you wanted to call it like Kylie Jenny Cosmetics, they could. Why someone would sell a company that's doing so well comes down to two reasons. Either one, that was always the plan. And for a lot of companies, especially a lot of young people companies, they will start a company to sell it off. Like that's the whole plan. You buy it and you have an exit strategy from day one. But that is not what her sisters or Christina has done with any of the other brands. And so that to me makes me feel like that's not their usual business strategy, like Skims, Good American, any brand that the Kardashians really run have either been co-owned like with someone like Emma Grande, but they never sell them off. So for them to do that with Kylie Cosmetics, it's kind of the second reason, which is when a 
brand knows that they've reached their peak and they're starting to feel things dip, they're like, this is the highest it will ever sell for. So let's just jump out right now. I think it was a smart decision on Kylie's end as well because Cody, this brand owns like Adidas, Alexander McQueen, Gucci, and then Kylie Cosmetics and KK Beauty as well. So I think her entire branding relies on what social media thinks, right? And I feel like the reputation of Kylie Cosmetics, because she was constantly coming out with like lines and all of that, it's just very similar to like Colourpop, which is probably half the price, if not more. So I think the hype definitely died down. Do you think it was a smart decision? Quote unquote, she said, the reason why I sold half my company was to have this big infrastructure to go global. And she said this when she was filming like her YouTube channel, and this was in 2020. But if you really think about it, has Kylie Cosmetics gone more global? I feel like if anything, it's reclused. And I just feel like it was a little bit of a cop-out. It was not a cop-out. It was a smart business decision to sell it off because after they sold it off, as we saw, the shares of the company of Cody started to drop because part of Kylie Cosmetics sales started to drop. And as we know, from 2020 to 2023, we started shifting away from beauty and skincare started becoming a lot more popular. And she focused her attention on her next brand, Kylie's Skin. So I feel like they knew what they were doing. Not that Kylie's skin has the greatest reputation out there either, but hey-ho, it's the way the wind blows. (laughs) Another thing that came out was that Kylie Jenner had lied about the amount of the portion that she'd owned in her company. So even when Sonia, sorry, I just, (laughs) Sonia's doing like Pikachu shocked face, Pikachu shocked face. (laughs) It's wild to me. Like, what do you mean she lied? People are like on her, you know, like they're like Forbes, especially my gosh, Forbes are like, you need to give me every single piece of paper that you've ever written on since your company's inception. So I'm like, I'm trying not to react. Okay, I'll be quiet. Go ahead. So on top of all of this, she didn't have as much of a stake in the company to begin with. And so it was a very inflated number to say that she was the youngest billionaire. It also then makes you wonder if they were so hell-bent on inflating numbers, getting her on Forbes, that would really help a struggling company. Do you know what I mean? Like if you have a company that's not doing as well, what's a way to show press and show people that no, no, there's no trouble behind the scenes, there's no smoke and mirrors, well, let's do like a big PR drive to get the youngest billionaire claim. Because when people say Skims is a billion dollar company, suddenly, even if you have no care for shapewear, you'll go, well, it must be a good product then. Like if everyone's buying it, if it's a billion dollar company, or if you see good American everywhere, you're going to be like, maybe they make okay jeans. Like it really helps a struggling company grow if they were lying to become important or if they were lying to get their name ahead. Yeah. Forbes did say that the Kardashians and the Jenners, like year on year, they like grind to have their name on those lists. And I think this bursts a lot of people's perception of Forbes because growing up, you just think, oh my God, Forbes is so cute. Like they select all these like people and it's just so nice that they get recognition, you know, words of affirmation. (laughs) Words of affirmation. (laughs) You have to apply. You have to apply. There is an application process and you have to put your foot forward for that. So how sure are you that she lied? 
like percentage wise oh no the documents to show that she lied were like irrevocable documents like it's like on forbes it is a fact she lied about how much she owned in her company so then this leads me on to the second part of the series which is well then how did she continue to lose her money and to understand that you need to understand how she makes money like imagine the bank of kylie jenner there's money coming in and there's money going out the money coming in as you can imagine was things like kylie cosmetics kylie skin kylie swim and kylie baby her main income sources are her brands and if you are in the kardashian jenner universe you know kylie swim was this really weird flop i mean they have not posted since june 2022 she had a swimwear line that came out in october which for that side of the world i mean in new zealand australia it's warming up we buy swimwear and that's how the world christmas is coming but also like winter is coming no one's going to be stocking up on bikinis no one's going to buy someone's swimwear It felt very like rushed, like a very rushed launch to get something out there. The products were really poor. It was really see-through. Like all their reviews were people being like, um, I can literally see like my private parts (laughs) through this or like it's really see-through on my top half. Like it was terrible. And so you can imagine that her brands have really been struggling. I mean, Kylie skin has not been doing so well it was one of the first celebrity skincare brands but i didn't realize that she did kylie swim and kylie baby so i feel like the launches were not like talked about as much and i feel like that in itself like the buzz and the hype around like her brands and these launches that and products that she's trying to push out if like people don't hear about them that just kind of also shows your relevancy as well. Does that mean? No, I think it's very honest. And I mean, so Cody, because it's a publicly traded company, they actually have to share their revenue. And in the last quarter that's just been, they had an operating loss of $77.4 million. They did see an increase in revenue for a while but a lot of it was due to the exit in the russian market a lot of it was also consumer beauty sales not doing so well and so you can just start to see well all of her brands starting to drop kylie has not come out with anything innovative to be a young founder you have to stay on trend or you have to stick with the times and it's almost like the kardashian era has stayed in 2015 and have not moved with the world and so that then leads to okay well in the bank of kylie jenner not a lot of money's coming in then we've got to look at what's going out when the celebrities purchase properties and stuff often it is shared it is public information and You can see that they have not been investing into real estate, which is usually their main form of investments, at least from what's been publicly shared. Like they have a lot under their belt, but she has a private jet. I mean, private jets are not like 50 grand a year worth of expenses. They are millions of dollars worth of expenses. Then they've got security. Then they've got everywhere that they go. And so you can see if someone's cost of living increases but what they're bringing in has dropped you can actually start to understand why their net worth is dropping and the lessons here is the idea of the declining of the kardashian era 
And this is what I was saying in a few sentences ago. What they've done is they've failed to keep up as businesses with the times of what is so important. Things like outdated beauty standards, greenwashing, being tone deaf. These are things that you could get away with as a business in 2015 as Kylie Cosmetics. Like controversy is what people thrived on. I mean, I'm not a fan of, but like the Jeffree Star saga, like Jeffree Star would do crazy things, but then Jeffree Star Cosmetics would also do phenomenally because controversy equaled people talking about it in sales. Now we're like, hey, you guys have lied about beauty standards. You guys get so much work done and you won't admit it. And the shift towards authenticity as a brand and the shift towards platforms like TikTok becoming really popular is because we are so sick of polished and we are so sick of everything being perfect and on TikTok the brands that do well are the authentic ones and then if you look at the Kardashians TikToks or Kylie Jenner's TikToks it's her like holding her phone up and like walking and like then bringing her phone down to show her outfit and like show her curves which there's absolutely nothing wrong with but it's still taking that like polished aesthetic and bringing it onto the wrong app and they've not been able to become authentic and deep dive and go hey I'm having a bad day or hey we had this muck up at work or hey like this went wrong because that is the kind of content that people are after then there's of course the greenwashing and then there's the tone deafness of we are living in a cost of living crisis society the world is struggling and to make a post and be like your jet or mine with Travis Scott is just it's not it i also think this year in terms of her reputation has gone down the gutter with the whole like selena gomez and hayley bieber thing like her and kendall jenner like the narrative everywhere was they're mean girls and who wants to like buy or support from people who give off that energy i also think that has been the criticism like she's not authentic she's not real and even if she does a day in the life like girl me trying to help you pick out your Hermes bag like what Birkin should I wear today that's not giving me anything and I don't want to help you do that I feel like she gets ridiculed and like a lot of criticism when she does like day in the life vlogs because it's just not real I remember one TikTok and it was all over my for you page she did this thing in the car like she was putting lip liner or lip gloss in the car she dropped her lip gloss and she was like oops sorry guys like let me just like pick up my lip gloss (laughs) the amount of stitches and duets being like girl you did that on purpose like you're trying to be relatable like you're trying to be like the girl next door like influencer you're not her like we know very much who you are especially like 2015 through to 2020 even now to be honest like all we see on her instagrams are like the cars the outfits the brands and i know she gets like all these other income sources through you know her parents is on reality tv and like instagram posts sure but Because that's what the public wants, I don't think she's going to have an easy time bringing that narrative to the front. I also think social media and TikTok especially have kind of just broken the Kardashian illusion. Like so many people have come in from working with them, the whole Jordan Woods thing, like how they treated her and like all of that. Like I think more people have a say and more people have a voice and influences on TikTok, YouTubers who put out like, let's analyze Kylie Jenner. They have a lot of influence on what 
kids are thinking, what we're thinking, and I think it's actually quite painful. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone, and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach, and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. To see her play into like, you guys can trust me. I'm literally just this young girl, but you're not, you know? Another way that I kind of had a hunch that things weren't going so well is the more a celebrity does those like giveaway posts, the more you know they need like a quick injection of cash. Can you explain how they work? Oh, okay. Of course. So you know how you'll see like Kylie Jenner or Courtney does them a lot. Scott does them so much. So what happens is you might like see them with all these like Louis Vuitton handbags, you know, like the orange it's like an orange bag cover and then all these bags around them and like them sitting in the middle and it's like hey to win all of these bags worth a million dollars just like go and follow all the people i follow and then comment and you'll be in the chance to win and the way it works is these are companies and what these companies do let's say i own this company a giveaway company i will recruit 20 people and i will say to 20 people hey i'm gonna get kylie jenner to bring all her followers to you would you like to be a part of this? If you'd like to be a part of this, you have to pay me $50,000. I get 20 people that agree to this. They're normal, smaller influencers or smaller brands that want more exposure. So 20 people, $50,000. I then have a million dollars. Then I go to Kylie Jenner and I say, hey, I'll give you $500,000 to make one post. And that post just means that you have to go and follow all these people these 20 people, unfollow all your friends and family for the week and I'll give you $500,000 and the giveaway will be $500,000. And as you can imagine, she does that, I pay her, I get money from the people that want followers and then I pay the winners and I keep a little bit of profit for myself. Does that make sense? It does make sense and it's wild so many people flock to those posts. It's insane and it's just like, hey, buy all these Apple products or like win all these like Gucci products and for a person to do that like that's not good for you as a business owner like Jeff Bezos I'm not a fan of this man but he doesn't do that because he has cash flow (laughs) can you imagine Bill Gates doing that (laughs) if Billy was Billy no we're not doing that take that back if he was putting up these posts Microsoft shares would drop because people would be like, right, okay, we're in a little bit of trouble here. 
like the S&P 500 board meeting. Hey guys, so like, what do we think about this? Like, do we still want Microsoft to be associated with us? No. <laughs> like we don't see as Sarah Blakely from Spanx do this. We don't see Wolf Heard from Bumble, you know, the founder of Bumble do these kind of posts like these aren't things that business owners do unless they need a quick injection of cash and i am not one to judge if you need five hundred thousand dollars and all that takes is a single post all the power to you it just shows the rest of the world that you need five hundred thousand dollars right now and that you can't pull money out of your company to do so the thing that gets me is that when they do those posts, they're like, I wanted to give back to you. Like I wanted you to be the one to have the chance to have all of these bags because you deserve it for like supporting us and stuff. Like it's interesting. I think it also is like, why is Kim doing crypto promotions on her stories and then got chewed out by the sick? We've talked about that before. Just do your normal promotions and go. Like My favorite part about all of it is that like I was looking at one that Courtney had done for these posts and I went to like look at the post because, you know, time had gone by and it wasn't a recent one. And she'd removed the whole like giveaway, hashtag ad, like come and get da da da. And she changed the caption to busy day. It's like, are you going to forget that there's like hundreds of thousands of people that have like commented for this giveaway Like it's a hundred thousand followers and people being like, love it, love to buy it, please. I hope I win. And they change it up because there's a level of embarrassment that I've done a giveaway post. You don't have 50 LV bags that you've posted for fun. This was a giveaway that you were paid for. I don't like Courtney Kardashian. So it doesn't surprise me that she's done that. I have so many reasons, but we're not going to go through them because we're talking about Kylie Jenner. (laughs) So what can we take away? What can we learn from this? Well, Kylie Jenner's decline in net worth really gives us three takeaways that we can apply into our own lives. And that is, it is a very simple game of cash flow. If you have the bank of yourself, if you're sitting here and going, how much is coming in and how much is going out? It does not matter if you're dealing with hundreds of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars. If you have more money coming out than going in, you are going to lose your net worth. And it does not matter if you make so much money, if you are spending outside your means, Kylie Jenner is not immune from lifestyle creep and neither are we. The second thing is if you are interested in getting ahead, having investments that grow that don't require you is so important. For them, they had too much of their net worth tied into their businesses and as they like lost out with Kylie Swim and Kylie Skin and the decline of the Kardashian era with their personal brands, a lot of their money has now dropped down. To go from 900 million to 620 million to 600 million has come from the fact that Cody's shares dropped in 2021 to 2022 and continued to drop again. And so that took a huge hit on her net worth because she had all her eggs in one basket. So if you are diversifying, you are doing better than the Kardashians with your money. And the third thing that you can take away from this is that you are never too financially savvy 
all wealthy to get financial advice if you feel like things are going amiss. I promise you if they had a good advisor or someone with a good financial sense, they would have had these conversations and gone, we need to cut down your spending. We need to diversify your investments. You need to move away from this. You need to invest in brands that don't have your face on them if that's all you're good at. Like if you don't want to invest in shares, if you don't want to invest in real estate, there is nothing wrong with getting good financial advice because if she had $600 million invested in the share market or in real estate or in something that was going upwards rather than $300,000 per month on security and other like extravagant expenses, we would not be here today. I feel like the security thing, she probably does need it. And the $300,000, is that like for three people? I actually have no idea. Because... <laughs> Hopefully they're all getting paid well too. I think the kicker is is that they're not really great business people in terms of paying people what they're worth, you know, and giving equity to like people who are involved and helped you succeed. Here's a question for you. Will you be tuning in to their new season on Hulu? Oh, I never finished the last season. It got quite boring, but like what are they going to talk about? But did you see the trailer for the new season? Yeah, I think they're really scrambling. Like that soundbite was 10 seconds of Kylie being like, we really need to take responsibility on like our role in beauty standards. It's going to be 10 seconds in like 10 episodes, you know, it's going to be a boring season. That's what they always do. I think we have fell into the flop era, which is sad, but also I think what can you do if we cannot move towards authenticity, if we cannot move towards unraveling the negative impacts we have had on beauty standards and actually admitting it? Like, I want like an apology post. I want a post that resembles when Prince Harry and Meghan Markle left the royal family and they made like a long Instagram post that just like detailed it all. I want like that level of dedication towards this is the harm we have done towards young women and what we have taken from like black women and the negative impacts we've had on other people's businesses. And we are here to start again. Like just start there. Yeah. I think people would listen if they actually did that. Also as a society, we just need to do better at making body types trends because black women can't like those are the natural bodies that they're trying to emulate. So what they go out of trend now doesn't make sense. I am very excited to see what her net worth is when Forbes announces it later this year. I mean, hope it doesn't decline, but I think there's a few things we can take away from this episode. And overall, Sonia, final thoughts. If you were Kylie Jenner's financial advisor, would she be dropping her net worth yearly? If I was her advisor, <laughs> I think I want to say no. But I feel like if we're having honest conversations about what she values and what she wants to invest in, I think she could live very comfortably around the 100 million mark, you know? Maybe I'll take away some of that as well. Just a 1% fee on all assets. (laughs) Okay, but guys, don't feel sorry for her. Like, she's doing so well. She's got two kids. She's got an amazing family. They're in their flop era the Kardashian flop era is very different to Sim and Sonia experiencing a flop era. Do you know what I mean? And you experiencing a flop era. She's like building a house. She's still on the gram. I think she's dating Timothy Chalamet or however you pronounce his last name. Like she's good. 
doesn't matter. She's like 25 and I feel like if we're talking about people, like the peak of their success is at 25, what does that say about us? You know, we're 26. This is very true. So with that, I hope you were able to, I guess, be entertained, learn a little bit about the Kardashian-Jenner universe, but also be able to learn from the mistakes of Kylie Jenner and her net worth because there's always lessons. There's always little things. There's little silver linings. But I just, I completely agree. Their flop era is not like ours. So if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram story, tag us, let your friends know. It's the way that we grow and it's the way that we reach more people and help spread the message. And until then, I'll see you next week, Sonia. See you next week, Sim. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team, bye.